Welcome back, I'm Kim Bailey. She's Fuliana Osborne. This is Inside Exec. Today we're going to hear Fuliana talk about what to do post-mentoring because she's got far more mentees than I do. And so I think this is her way of telling some people who are listening that you know, they've got to start getting on with their lives. Let's just hear what her suggestions are about post-mentoring. I know it can be an issue. It's very hard. If you've got a formal mentoring program, you obviously know when that's going to end. But if you've got a more loose-knit one, which is just, well, we'll talk and, and we'll see how we're going and we'll do a review, when do you decide that there is not the value that you need out of that exchange? I will definitely touch on that, but I want to focus a lot more after you both agreed it's over, the mentor and the mentee. So in relation to when to end the relationship, there might be different reasons and different things. One of them is pre-planned, as you said. This is a mentorship arrangement for six months, 12 months, two years, whatever it may be. Another one, it could be, it's not that there is no value, it's just that you're at the stage now, you can't go on forever, so therefore, how would you do it? How do you go from phase one of meeting regularly, weekly or fortnightly to making that period longer between meetings? Do you go to saying, okay, then let's see, and then maybe call as need basis. And then after that, let's say it's finished. And most mentees and mentors do keep in touch, even just to say hello and maybe go for coffee or whatever it might be. What I feel something a lot of the mentees miss is the bit that, okay, I used to go to mentoring and the mentoring will be a session where I sit with my mentor and we can cover a few things. One is maybe strategically where my career is going, where I want to go, blah, 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 or what am I going to work on specific issues and the specific issues, how do I handle difficult customers or it might be my team member is this, I've got a great team member, how do I grow them, etc. And that works really well. This relationship, as we well know, and we covered it in, you know, in, in many other podcasts, it's more about thinking aloud with someone. It's about just hearing a different point of view for someone who's only got your best interest at heart. They're not part of the organization. They're not part of, they don't judge you. They don't do anything other than be there for you and help you achieve your objectives. That's great. So you use this time and you learn a lot and you progress and then off you go. What happens after that is we forget about that. Everything we got out of that relationship, we forget. Again, I worked with some people on this and I've got some good feedback from those who tried it out, which is good to know. Yes, keep contact and that's great. But how about you block some time out, call it mentoring, you used to call it before, call it whatever you like, but block that time out and you might say once a month, once a week, once a fortnight, whatever is good for you, you're going to block out an hour. And that hour is going to be really about, we said that a minute ago, Kim, you said about reflecting. It's about reflecting. It's about reflecting on what have I done? What do I like about what I've done? What could I've done differently and better? So you reflect, you detach. You are not judging yourself. You didn't get judgment in the mentoring relationship. So mm-hmm. use that exact same approach and say to yourself, so I'm detached. I'm from the outside looking in. How do I look at that objectively? 
some things might be that felt I did so, so well, I even got awards for that or recognition or whatever. Reflect on that, not just anything that you think I could have done better. That is a no-no. You've got to look at realistically everything, anything that you might mark in your head as excellent, not so good, or terrible failures, all of them. Detach and reflect and assess it. And when you assess it, you just go and say, all right, could have I done that better? And sometimes people in hindsight are so smart. So <laughs> they say, yes, I could have done better. Then what did we do in mentoring? In mentoring, we said, could you really? What was the circumstances at the time? Did you have the budget? Did you have the resources? Did you have the technology? At that point in time, maybe yes, maybe not. So again, what would you have wanted to make it happen? That sort of thing. So you do that and then you, you look down and you say, okay, I want to now look at specific issues. So yes, I do have that difficult situation or I have a presentation to the board I've never done before, etc. What do I do? What did you do with your mentor? Sit there and say, okay, what's it about? What's the message I'm trying to communicate? So pretend like your mentor is there in the room and start thinking about that. Then look for tools. Okay. So yeah, what do I need for that? Oh, I heard Kim saying, talking in public, go look that up. I heard somebody said something about a new program. Okay, go look that up. In doing all of that, you're breaking down the issues and you're thinking them through and you're assessing them. So you're preparing and you're preparing as if you are with another person. Not yeah. even have a board in front of you and write on it, whatever works for you. In other cases, you might want to invite someone to that thinking aloud. That might be one of your team member that is relevant. It might be your boss. It might be a colleague. It might be a friend. It doesn't matter. So again, use it, but use the same techniques that you have worked for you already in the mentoring space. That's probably the most important part is getting the discipline to set aside that time, but then having a framework. Because it's all very well for us to say to ourselves, oh, I'm going to have this hour where I'm going to sit down and do my review. Yeah. And you've got a blank mind and a blank piece of paper. And I think what I, I really liked about that was that if you're going to be critical about what you've done, and, what, and yeah. in hindsight, I could have done it better, then mm. there's some follow-up questions like, could you really? Yeah. yeah, what would you have needed to happen for you have to have done that better? Because they're not the questions that we ask ourselves when we're doing a review. We just get the stick out so we can beat ourselves around the head with it. So I think they're really important takeaways for the group that are listening is to say, yes, I'll be disciplined about setting aside that time, but I will have a framework that I'm going to work to in that time because it helps you get into the same routine that you were with with another person. That's true. The, the other point, it's sort of making it again in a way, is the balance. When you're with your mentor, it feels good when you know whether you know it or not that you've done a good job with something. So I just got this situation and this is what I've done so far. And your mentor might say, well, that's a brilliant way of handling it. That was really, really good because one, two, three, that's the advantage. Or your mentor might say, well, that was good. 
or they might say, we talked about this before, remember? You said you wanted to bite your tongue before or think before you speak, Fulmiana. Anyway, whatever it That's is. That's not going to happen. That's <laughs> not going to happen. No. But you know what I mean? So the balance, and the balance is is to do that with yourself and say to yourself, okay, so now I'm looking at how would I? And that reassurance that confidence that you get by, yeah, I'm happy with that. I've done a good job because bang, bang, bang. And so oh, that wasn't my proudest moment. I'm not going to get hung up about it. It's something I'm going to continue to work on, just like I did with my mentor. That is something about not to rush to judgment, to do dig deeper, whatever it is you wanted to do. So keep that balance of positive reinforcement, improvement, focus at the right balance and amounts. It'd be good too to have a place where you did it. So not to say, oh, I'm going to have this hour that I've set aside, I'm going to be disciplined about doing it, is to actually physically go somewhere different than yes. where, wherever you're working so to have that time away. And maybe it's something where you actually reward yourself. So you take mm. yourself somewhere where it is a bit of a reward to go there, whether it's a park or whether it's a coffee shop or whatever else it is, yeah. just so that you're patting yourself on the head already for doing this good thing for yourself. Yeah. And it puts you in the right frame of mind to be, I think, a little bit more observant about what you're reviewing rather than sitting in the office. I'll turn the computer off. I'll, you know, I'll do what, yeah. what I have to do. I'll write down the list. It is still in surroundings that are going to affect the way you're thinking and perhaps provide distractions. Whereas if you go somewhere else, it becomes a routine, just like the mentoring was. Yeah. And, and it helps you in the process. Actually, it's excellent. We never talked about some of the examples, but you're spot on because in the mentoring, we try very hard to be away from the work environment. So it'd be a coffee shop or whatever. The couple of people that tried this went to the park. <laughs> You're right. And again, that was really good because A, they felt like oh, I'm out, even though yeah. they're working from home or the office, it didn't matter. They're out, they're in the sunshine, they still got their tools and they're doing that. And the whole mindset is different. They're not in that work building, whether it's your home office or your office office. Yeah. That's good. Well, I think we probably covered that sufficiently in terms of what you do. Post a formal or informal but measured mentoring session with a with someone else and how you can manage that process for yourself until such time as you feel that you might need a mentor for something else. If you've got suggestions or you've tried things post-mentoring that have worked for you, we'd be happy to share those with our other listeners. So send them in to us via the email. But for now, I'm Kim Bailey. She's Fuliana Osborne. This is Inside Exec.